Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Hey guys, welcome back to the sidelines with Coach Steve. Uh, I got kind of lazy with my Chicago Bears uh, recaps and predictions. Got a lot of different things going on. Uh, football, you know, we've been doing our contact days. Um, I'm getting some great coaches on. We're doing some interviews and some talks. So been recording those. And then um, on Sundays live with co-host Brad Miller for our college football recaps on Sundays, take some time too. Um, didn't get to talk about the Bears versus the Indianapolis Colts or the Bears versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, life gets in the way, but I decided to just make this show to try to get those two wrapped up and get my predictions for the NFL and for the Bears next time. Um, but before I dive into it, if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, uh, try to share it out. If it's in podcast form on any platforms, you know, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Stitcher now, um, try to share it out so we can keep growing this community, um, trying to grow this platform. Uh, so go please do that. And uh, anytime you guys want to come on and talk ball, anytime you guys want to talk about any type of sports or anything, let me know. I would be glad to do it. Um, so we're going to right into the recap, my, my, my recap, and then we'll, I'll try to get better at getting this NFL and Chicago Bears one out. Um, so back on October 4th, the Bears played the Indianapolis Colts. It was um, Nick Foles' first outing um, starting for the Chicago Bears. And it did not go very well um, from a win perspective. The Indianapolis Colts, they're not a bad team. Um, they go as Phillip Rivers goes. Um, but they had the number one defense. I think they still might have the number one defense in the NFL. Um, they beat the Chicago Bears 19-11. to It just seemed kind of like a stagnant game. There wasn't a lot of action. It just seemed like the Bears were not interested. It seemed, and the offense kind of changes a little bit when you put Nick Foles in. Now you have Nick Foles coming in. He's like another coach on the field. You know, he's been there, done that. And, uh, you know, I don't think he and Nagy are going to butt heads, but I think Nick Foles is going to bring different ideas and what he thinks should be done with the offense. Um, uh, so it just did not go well for Nick Foles at the very beginning. Um, when we look at the, the stats a little bit, Phillip Rivers was 16 of 29 for 190 yards, 6.6 yards of completion. Um, 
he had one touchdown. He only got sacked one time. So, good. I mean, good job for the Colts' offensive line. The Bears' defensive line really didn't sack him. Nick Foles on the other side was 26 of 42 for 249 yards. He averaged 5.9 yards a completion with one touchdown and one interception. He, too, only got sacked once. Um, threw the ball a lot. Um, not horrible stats, but the interception doesn't help. Um, the difference that I saw from the Bears, we just did not get the run game. We only had 28 yards of rushing. So, the yeah, those Colts did a good job of stopping us from the run. You know, Montgomery only had – Montgomery, excuse me, only had 27 yards. Patterson only had five yards. So, it seemed like we saw with, – with Mitch, um, we, we, we run the ball more, which I think is a big staple. I just don't know if the Bears thought we have Nick Foles. We came in and passed a lot versus the Atlanta Falcons. So we're going to come in and try to do the same thing as the Annapolis Colts and try to try to win that way. The Bears need to stick to what they do. Um, with Mitch, with Nick Foles, where Nick Foles may be able to handle the game a little more, maybe audible, he's going to throw a better ball. I think he's going to be a better manager of the field. But Mitch is athletic, so he could run the ball. But to not put him into certain situations, you know, the Bears kind of went back to what they were doing before to get more tight ends, try to run the ball more. And that's kind of what they're good at. And I think they just get inconsistent with the run in the pass, not to talk about any play calls because I couldn't do any better, I don't think, in the NFL. Uh, but this one, they try to be pass-happy. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Mike Leach. I love the air raid stuff. I just don't know if the NFL, you could pass it that much, especially when you're the Bears, when you have these tight ends, you have these running backs, you have the jet sweeps. Um, I think for the Bears, if they stick to running the ball first and get some play action and the way that Nick Foles can manage the game, the way he can throw the ball, I think that's their formula. Um, against the Colts, you know, Allen Robertson is great. Um, he had 101 yards receiving. Um, Darnell had 52 yards. Jimmy Graham had 33 for their tight end. Montgomery, he contributed in the past game with 30 yards receptions. Um, the Colts, they, they could uh, run the ball. They had 103 yards of rushing. Um, then the receivers, they kind of spread around a little bit with 58 yards here, 29 yards here, 27. So they spread around. Um, but they did have the number one defense when the Bears played them. Um, so it's just... Bears struggled. They could have beat them, um, but they kind of kept, you know, the ball away from the Bears to make sure that Nick Foles couldn't get going. He couldn't get any, any type of rhythm. Um, and then again, I think the Bears were just slowly getting away from the run game that game, um, and that's not what they do. Um, the Colts' possession, you know, they had the ball for 32 minutes and 28 seconds. The Bears had it for 27 minutes. Um, the Colts did not turn the ball over, which was, you know, shocking because of Phillip Rivers. The Bears had the one interception. Um, penalties, that, you know, the Bears had eight of them, but they had 103 yards worth of it. Only 28 yards rushing, um, you know, with 241 yards um, of passing. We only had 269 yards of total offense, and the Colts only had 289. Um, so I think the Colts go, their defense is going to carry them, but at the end of the day, Philip Rivers has to command that team. So for that game, I, I, my takeaway was the Bears got away from the run, kind of what the, you know, they established it on because they, you know, I don't know if they thought that Nick Foles is going to be this, this savior passer, you know, is it going to be a Peyton Manning or whatever, and he's not. I'm sorry. I think Nick Foles is good. 
I think he's a decent quarterback. I just don't think – I just don't know. And, again, I'm going by this Colts game that we'll get to the Tampa Bay one and then I'll really get into. But for this, you know, thinking back to that game, um, you know, it just kind of seemed like they wanted to be pass happy. And then they went back to that stagnant thing, um, you know, of just not completing things. You know, third down efficiency, the Colts were 8 of 19 which isn't great either, but then the Bears were 4-14 on third downs, and then the Colts went for it on fourth down. They were one of two. The Bears never did. Um, the Bears had two penalties from first down. Um, out of all of it, out of all the first downs that they've had, they had 16 of them. Only two are from the rush and 12 from the pass. That just kind of shows you that they were going back to the, the pass game. So, again, I just think during this game they thought, oh, game plan is and we're playing the number one defense. Maybe we get away from the run game. Maybe we try to pass it. You know, they only have a little bit of film on Nick Foles from this season, but they could go find the ones from Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so I think they just kind of went pass happy in this one, and that's not the formula for success. I don't think – the Colts are not bad. They have good players. I don't think Philip Rivers should be playing. I think he should be retired. Um, but he's just he's just playing to pay for those kids, I guess. I don't know. So it's a game that the Bears let slip through their fingers and made them 3-1 and one on the year. And then, you know, they didn't look good when the next team you have to play is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady and that offense and a defense that does like to bring a lot of pressure. Um, so then going into the shortened week, um, the Bears had to come out and play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on a Thursday night football game. Um, so they played them on October 4th, and they come back on that Thursday and play them. Now the Bears, they squeaked away. Um, they squeaked away from a win, 20-19. Uh, to 19, And, you know, it's always going to be remembered. Um, you know, the Bears were 4-1, but it's always going to be remembered Tom Brady not knowing what down it was. It was like, is it a fourth down? Is it a fourth down? And, you know, we'll get to that in a second. And then one thing I don't like, it's always when, when quarterbacks play each other, you know, this was, oh, Nick Foles beats Brady again and this and that. And, I get it. It's headlines, and we can talk about it. Yeah, he, you know, Foles doesn't lose to a Tom Brady team, but it's not that Nick Foles plays defense and, you know, Tom Brady plays offense or vice versa or whatever. It's Nick Foles going against that defense, Brady doesn't play defense. So, in a way, I don't like those analogies, but I do understand why they do that. Um, to get headlines, to get people to look at it. Um, this one, you know, the Bears, I think, kind of – um, tried to get they, – they went back to being pass-happy. And, again, it was just another close game. You know, Nick Foles, he was 30 of 42 for 243 yards, one touchdown, one interception again. Uh, if you look at first downs, they had 18 of them, 14 were from getting them on passes, two a rush again. Um, so, I mean, they kind of went back to that pass-happy thing. Third down efficiency again. The Bears were only three of 10. Um, they only had 240, uh, um, yeah, Nick Foles only had 243 yards of passing. And so they went back to that pass happy, um, thing again. And yeah, they won the game, but at the same time, it's a close game. It was 20 to 19. I think they should have tried to run the ball a little more, um, Tampa Bay had the time advantage once again, 31 minutes to 28 minutes. Um, total yards, you know, 
Um, it shows here that Tampa Bay had 339 yards of total offense. The Chicago Bears only had 243. That is not a lot. Not a lot. Penalties went down to six. Um, in the red zone, they were two and three, so that's kind of where they got it. They were, you know, 35 yards of rushing. That's not what the Bears do. Tampa Bay had 106. Um, Tom Brady was 25 of 41 for 253 yards and one touchdown, which is good stats. Um, you know, again, Montgomery only had 29, 29 yards. Um, Patterson only had seven yards of rushing for the Bears, and then they tried to spread it around for the receivers. Robinson had 90 yards. Patterson had 38. Jimmy Graham had 33 yards. Montgomery had 30. Miller had 28. I guess the same thing could be said for Tampa Bay. Um, Johnson had 61 yards. Rob Gronkowski kind of got going. He had 52 yards. Um, and then the run game, you know, Tampa Bay had a better run game. That Ronald Jones, he had 17 carries for 106 yards. So the Bears had a little problem with the run game just to hair with him, but that's the only real run threat they had. They did get to Tom Brady three times, of a, uh, sacking him three times. Nick Foles got sacked three times. This game, they're trying to go back to this pass-happy thing with Nick Foles, and it's going to scare me a little bit because you only won by one point against a Tampa Bay team that doesn't have a bad defense. They like to bring a lot of pressure. Um, so I don't know. I'm a little worried if the Bears try to do this pass-happy type of thing um, because I don't think it's going to work um, to allow them to be successful because that's how the Bears do. They're, you know, I'm sorry, Nick Foles, you're not Aaron Rodgers, you're not Tom Brady, you're not Peyton Manning. You have these running backs. You have these tight ends. You need to give the offensive line some confidence. You want to go to this pass-happy thing that I don't think they're comfortable with. You went into the year thinking Mitch was going to be your guy. Um, and, um, you know, going into it, now you're going to try to change it all of a sudden. I don't know if it's going to work. I'm glad they won. As a fan, I'm glad they're sitting at 4-1, but they've got to be one of the luckiest 4-1 teams. Should have lost to the uh, Detroit Lions. You know, Nick Foles does lead that comeback with the um, Atlanta Falcons. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. Like, we've had to come back from so many deficits down. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Tampa Bay, I think we got lucky again. Tom Brady didn't know what down it was holding up before. He didn't know, and I'm kind of shocked he didn't know being around the league as much as he has and how many games he's won big time and everything. And, uh yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, then again, I guess Tampa Bay hasn't had a very, you know, he's, they've had an easy-ish schedule. Um, you know, they did lose to the Saints, and then I think the Panthers have been the best team they've played. Then they play the Broncos, who's struggling. The Chargers, who um, have a lot of injuries, I think Herbert for them will be good. But then, then you lose to the Bears, they got to play the Packers next. I think the Packers torch their defense. I think their offense will move the ball, but I don't know. So the Bears scare me in that game. I don't know what they're going to do. You know, the next game they have to play is the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, the history with this Carolina is four and six against Chicago all time, but they've gone three and one at home versus the Bears. The last time they've beaten the Bears was in 2014. The last time the Bears beat the Carolina Panthers was in 2017 in Chicago. Chicago won 17 to three. The Bears are four and one. 
They've won three games coming from a deficit of at least 13 points. Um, they have beaten Atlanta and Tampa Bay from the NFC South. They used to be very good. Um, you know, I know Allen Robinson's a top 10 receiver, um, and which helps Nick Foles out. Chicago, they rank fourth in the NFL in points allowed. They're allowing 20 points a game. They're second holding teams that's on third down, 33.3%. Um, you know, clearly Omak and Hicks are responsible for that. They may not necessarily get into the quarterback, but we can stop them on third down. But, you know, for our offense, it's passing a lot, and we're getting off the field. It's putting a lot of pressure on the defense. Um, and the Panthers, you know, their their offense, they averaged 399.6 yards. That's sixth in the league. The Bears average only 323.2 yards, which is 27th in the league, which is not good. They have not even gotten to 300 yards the past two games. Rushing yards, this is kind of where I think the Bears need to go back to it. Rushing, the Panthers average 117 yards um, a game on the ground. The Bears only average 95.4. Passing game for the Panthers, they average 281.8, which is fifth in the league. Um, the Bears only average 227.8, which is 23rd. Sacks allowed. The Panthers um, have given up eight. They tied 10th. The Bears have given up 11, which is 16th. Third down efficiency, the Panthers are 49.2%, which is sixth in the league. Bears are 33.3, which is 29th in the league. Points scoring, the Panthers only averaging 24.4 yards or uh, points, which is 20th. And the Bears are only averaging 21 flat, <clears throat> which is 27th in the league. That's their offense. Then the defense, when you look at it, um, total yards a game for the Carolina Panthers is 355.6, which is the 14th in the league. The Bears are 344 flat, which is ninth in the league. Um, they've get, the Panthers give up 133.4 yards on the ground, which is 25th. The Bears give up 113.2, which is the 16th. Um, they give up – the Carolina Panthers give up 222.2 yards in the air, which is 4th. The Bears give up 230.8, which is 10th. Sacks – the Carolina Panthers have gotten fifth, five sacks. They're 29th in the league. Bears 11, tied for 15th. Um, the turnover margin is plus three for the Carolina Panthers, which is seventh in the league. The Bears minus one, which is 19th in the league. Um, Panthers give up 23.6 points a game, which is 12th. The Bears give up 20, which is fourth. So when you when you try to find it out, it looks like on paper that the Carolina Panthers have a better offense from the numbers you look at. Um, and then on defense, they, they're pretty even. I think the Bears are have a better defense statistically. Um, I think they're starting to um, kind of wake up. You know, I'm talking about these low-scoring games. You know, Colts only scoring 19. Um, and then uh, then you got Tampa Bay scoring 19 again, which 19, I mean, it seems like a lot, but that's not, not necessarily a lot. It's a way to put your offense in a position to win the game. But when your offense is pass-happy, and this is the only thing. I love the air raid stuff, Michael H., whatever. In college, is a little different. NFL, since you're going against the best of the best all the time, if you're in the NFL and, you, and you're in your offense during the offseason, you got these tight ends, you got these running backs, you're going in thinking Mitch Trubisky was going to be your quarterback where he can run the ball. He can't pass it very well, um, but he finds a way to win games sometimes, but he knows he's on a short leash. But we're going to build this around him. He's going to be the starter. These tight ends, we're going to run the ball. And at the beginning of the year, that's what they were doing. They were running the ball, looked pretty good. Um, 
play action look really good, and then they start to get away from it. They start getting situations where Mitch had to pass it. Um, but I also think Mitch can run the ball. So I, I think they need to get back to that. And I said this at the beginning, not saying I want Mitch to get hurt, but you have Nick Foles as a backup. So to me, you're, you're looking at it as have, go back to 2018 where Mitch was doing zone read stuff and he was getting outside the pocket. He was running, play actions out of that from the jet sweep stuff and the shotgun was able to pass the ball down. Worked. This year at the beginning of the year, you're doing a lot of run plays under center with more tight ends, with more fullbacks, um, unbalanced. You're getting the run game going. When you see all the play action, Mitch, Mitch was getting really good at it. I don't know why you're getting away from that stuff just because you have Nick Foles in. With Nick Foles in, you could still try to get the run game going. Give the offensive line some confidence because we're not the best at pass blocking. Not very good. And I know a lot of people, me included, blame Mitch, but that offensive line is struggling right now with the Bears. Give them some confidence. Try to add an H-back, fullback, whatever. You know, I know it's pro style. Add more tight ends, maybe go on balance, maybe bring another offensive lineman in. Get the run game going. Just because Nick Foles is in the game doesn't mean you get away from that stuff. Yeah, maybe he can do different things. He can audible. He can read the game better. He's a better passer. Um, you're going to do a little bit different things. But I don't know why you get away from that. You built that for the offense this offseason. Why would you get away from it? Um, it doesn't make sense to me. Don't get so pass happy when we only have a handful of guys. We don't have – our wide receivers are good, don't get me wrong, but we don't have, you know, like Kansas City Chiefs. Even with Tom Brady's got really good receivers and the Colts, like we, we don't have all of this. Stick to the run game and get play action passes with Nick Foles, who can deliver a better ball than Mitch consistently. Mitch has a good ball sometimes, but consistently Nick Foles is going to deliver a better ball. And you get some play actions, you get that run game going to bring them up. Then we can take our shots like we did against the Atlanta Falcons. Going up against Carolina Panthers, who are dangerous, who the Bears were going to sign Teddy Bridgewater. So is Teddy Bridgewater going to have a little chip on his shoulder saying, you guys should have signed me. Look what I could do for you. Um, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't, you know, I sit here as a fan and say the Chicago Bears are going to win, but it's going to come down to the Bears have a better defense, I think, than the Carolina Panthers statistically, but it's going to come down to offense. And statistically, when you're looking at the numbers, and, you know, I'm not a huge, I love the numbers to talk about it. To me, film is better. Watching the film. But looking at it and trying to watch a little bit of the Carolina Panthers that I have been able to, um, it's going to be scary. I don't know if, you know, Carolina Panthers, I don't think have this great offense, this great stud receivers, but they, the difference is when you play hard and you have a quarterback like Teddy Bridgewater, who was on a path to being really good till that injury, then he proved it again when he came in with, when Drew Brees was hurt. He can do some good things. And I think the Bears defense can be able to, to do it, but is it going to come down to um, me and Brad, like we said, against the college football stuff, when we were watching Old Miss in Alabama, who's going to flinch? And Old Miss flinched. So is this? I don't know if this can be a game. If it's going to be high scoring, I think it's going to be in the mid 20s with these defenses. I think the Bears can slow down Carolina's offense. It's going to be is Nick. What kind of offense are we going to see from the Bears? If they get back to that run game, more tight ends on balance, and then all of a sudden spread it out. All of a sudden do quick play actions. All of a sudden quick outs, and all of a sudden take your shot. Uh, maybe bring in Mitch for a wildcat type thing because he can run. 
you know, maybe that helps him get a little bit of confidence. I'm not sure. I'm not huge on like switching quarterbacks a lot, but maybe once in a while when you're in the red zone, um, you need some type of spark. I'm not, I say, I think Nick Foles needs to be the starting quarterback, but maybe once in a while, bring him in as a wildcat. I think that could work. Keep them off their toes, use him to run the ball, run out some option. Um, I think that would be great. I think Nick Foles could do good play action stuff off of jet motion like they did at Philadelphia when he was there when they won the Super Bowl. I think you could do that. Short little completions, um, run the ball, maybe a little RPO play action. I think you'd be okay. Because, you know, the Bears are going to this pass-happy thing. Do short completions to get to the long stuff. Run the ball with that stuff in order to get the play action to open that up. You know, I think if they stick to that formula, they're, they're going to be um, to win this game. Um, I think they will – I believe it's, it's at Carolina. So we're hopefully to get that win because, you know, the Bears, they're sitting there at 4-1 and one right now. Um, so we're looking to go 5-1. and one. I think they will if they can stick to that formula. If they go back to this past happy where they're not going to get any more than 300 yards in that game and you're going to put your defense in a position where Teddy Bridgewater maybe gets a groove who can throw the ball, has a chip saying, you guys didn't sign me, it's not a good thing. So Chicago Bears, if you're listening, play action with Montgomery. Get the can anyone up the screen game? More jet sweeps, more traps, unbalanced tight ends. Get that going. Don't just come out and try slinging it because Nick Foles slung it against it. The Atlanta Falcons scored three touchdowns, and we're trying to do that right now. We are not. You have to play an entire game. I know the offense is going to evolve. It's going to get better. But right now, if you're going to go this pass happy stuff, maybe it's not. Um, or are they seeing something in practice with the offensive line? I'm not seeing. I just think it's better to get confidence when you get the offensive line running the ball, hitting people besides just pass blocking all the time in the NFL. You know, talk to me later about Mike Leach's offense or whatever. That's a little different. But for right now, that's the success, the type of thing they need to do. I know this was a quick recap of the other two games and trying to talk about the next one. I'll try to do these each week. Um, it might be Sunday afternoons. You know, if my schedule opens up, maybe it's a Monday night or Tuesday. Um, so it'll be a lot better. These aren't very detailed, but we will get better. I'll be, you know, take notes when I watch the game and talk more about it. Just life got in the way. I just wanted to do this. I like to talk about the Bears. Um, again, if you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, share it out. Podcast, share it out. You guys want to get on and talk ball, let me know. Please watch out for the live YouTube shows with me and Brad Miller, my co-host for the Chicago or uh, College football recaps will be going over this week um, on Sunday mornings. We'll try to do YouTube lives and be sharing that out. So please come on and watch. Um, you know, we're going into it. If nobody watches, that's fine. We're having a good time. But if you guys want to get on and watch, get on there and chat, ask questions, get involved. Maybe we'll start having some people hop on real quick, you know, like a quick phone call or whatever it is and talk and have somebody say anything. We don't know. We're trying to grow this you know, as to what we want it to be maybe one day, but right now we're having fun. So please check it out. Um, please share this stuff out. I'm, you know, this podcast is slowly taking off and it's all thanks to the people out there that join me to talk ball. It's all for people sharing it out. Um, again, I apologize for this type of show. It'll get better. I love talking to bears and NFL. Um, I see the bears winning. If we can have a offense that's going to run the ball and do play actions and Nick Foles having some time to throw, um, when they do do that, we get the run game going. Got to get back to that. We can't have 20 yards of rushing. It's going to be – this is a scary game to go into with Carolina Panthers. They're not that bad. Um, but anyway, everybody out there, thanks for listening. Tune in for the live shows on Sunday. I'll be letting everybody know time ahead of time for them to tune in. Um, 
stay safe out there and I'll see you guys next time. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.